Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Left Back FBL. We are back. Why, indeed. Raucous chants from the terraces there. It's been a while, gents. It's so good to be back in the hot seat. Ladies and gents, it's Jimmy Ferguson here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Like yourselves, I'm joined by some absolute legends today. We've got all the way from Scotland via New York. It is Sean, the John McGinn fanboy. All right, mate. (laughs) Classic intro. How are you, mate? Got your hip shirt on? I'm here. I'm good, mate. Yeah, all good. Had a good Christmas and New Year. Did a bit of skiing. It was fun. Excellent stuff. I saw you there, mate. You look pretty good coming down. A little bit fast. You were showing off, mate. You sure you're looking at me or the other guy in the video? I think it was you, mate. (laughs) Definitely you. Um, How are hips doing, by the way, in the league? We're still fourth. And... We uh, had a hard-fought battle against Rangers and then two disappointing results where we got beat from uh, Ross County and Livingston. So, uh, okay. ended the year on a bit pretty low, but decent still season so far. Um, hopefully we can that, bounce that back. That sounds a little bit dire. We'll, we'll leave the Scottish League there, uh, listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good to ask, though, for the new year. And happy new year to our listeners and also to you, Patrick Vieira. How are you, mate? Good, good, thank you. Happy New Year. Glad we're in the next round of the FA Cup. Can they they did, yeah. They had, they had a bit of a break because, uh, you know, the old, uh, that pandemic thing hit some of their players. But um, <laughs> but they missed a few games. So, yeah, they luckily scraped through in the uh, in the Cup yesterday 2-0. So. Yeah, good result. That pandemic thing you, you talk of, 2020 that was, mate. I think it, it's done and dusted, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was last year, all that. Yeah, <laughs> and he's here with us. No mask. It's Ricky Pellegrini. How Wee! are you? I'm doing all right, thanks, Jim. Good to see you, lads. Again, I've been uh, been missing the old FPL. To be honest, it's been so many game weeks. I've uh, kind of lost track a little bit, but just just glad the hammers are still in there. Um, only you know we're only a few points off of the top four, mate. We're only like literally three points off. The I, I honestly can't believe it. It's shocking, isn't it, the way the season's going? But I know it's you, anyone's it's game. Close. You, it you're is close. Team, I think this season, uh, and you've got rid of Haller ha- the Hammer. He's gone. Haller the Hammer. He's gone, mate. Yeah, I, you know, I had high hopes for him, the lad. I was always trying to big him up, but he just he just weren't doing it. Was he? He's uh, weren't fitting his price tag. Do you know we no. we sold him for half the price as that we bought him for. So there you go. That's the sort of business the Hammers uh, like to do the last few years. You only had him for like a year or so, right? Yeah, not yeah. It was like two seasons, really, or a season and a half, as it were. And uh, he was our, he was our, literally our, our record signing. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just hoping we actually replace him with someone decent. I'm hearing a, a bit uh, about Josh King might be coming, but is Josh King any better than Haller the Hammer? We'll, we'll we'll find out. I'm sure. I think he is. I think he is. Haller the Hammer never really bought it. All of the 
potential and promise and uh, but like you say, yeah, it could be of overhead kicks. Like but Pogba, a... Man United, didn't they sell Pogba for a million and then bought him back for what was it like ninety million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've tried to get rid of it from my memory. It's probably a lot more than that. But anyhow, guys, it is a pleasure to be joined by you and to be back in the hot seat. Lots happened, uh, moving around the world and all of that. And now we really are a global. You are. And Jim, we've got to say, United, mate, you are looking in for a title challenge this year. Yeah, I mean, I've been calling it for a while, mate. I've been saying that we're going under the radar and I like that. And we're there or thereabouts, but... You know, I won't won't say it any too much on it. You know, I, I leave. I don't want to jinx anything because we did just <laughs> get beaten by City in the Caracal Cup two 0 fairly easily. But it's looking good, going in the right direction. And I think when you're not playing at your best and you're winning games and you're going under the radar, it's pretty promising. And if United do pull it together, they'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. But but there you go, mate. Um, listeners, cracking show for you this week. Here we are going to review game weeks eighteen and nineteen the blank game week, and then we go into the double game week. A lot to play for. Uh, We'll look at the left-back FPL Poddy League. We'll let you guys know how we did in the last game week, which was the first round of the Cup, incidentally, as well. Uh, From there, we will look at the one clock, one flop, and then we'll get into the second half. Uh, And you know the drill there. It's going to be a tweet from the terraces. Great questions come in. And then we go into... Next week's fixtures, so 18 and 19, and then our Captain Contenders. Captain Contenders! <laughs> Excellent stuff, a bit rusty. There we go. So <laughs> let's dive in then, lads, into the left-back FPL podcast league. How's it looking at the top, uh, Pellers? Who's in those Champions League places? Yeah, it's interesting. There has been some movement in the top four. Um, number one, with a, a massive 90 points this week uh, in, in, the, in the game week, is Kiosk. Cavaltana CF, and that's Victor Sandberg gone up to the top. So he's uh, risen above uh, Enchinatas United. We were, um, you know, talking about his team uh, on the last poddy. Um, Brendan Breen, so not so not such a good, um, you know, week for him. Sixty-eight points. He's down to second. Um, still above the average, so so not too bad. Um, in third place, we've got my year which is uh, Kida S. So 80 points from my year. Well done there. You've gone up to third. Drop down to fourth is Yo-Yo Spaghettio. And that's uh, Mr. Bruce Zhang. Uh, 60 points. So again, above the average. But, um, you know, this, it's quite tight up there. I've got to mention, actually, our, our former intern, James Shearman, is actually up to fifth. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're all, all rooting for you there, James. Hope the new job's going well, mate. Yeah, he's Point doing well. all right, isn't he, old uh, Shearman, Lord, Lord of the Ings. He's only Lord what Ings. five points behind four. But, Pellers, you mentioned the average there. It was 56 for game week 17. Uh, what was the average in our league? So, 67 points was the average for our league, mate. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty high. Obviously, higher than the actual average for, for you know, the overall game. Yeah. Not too bad. So, it's, it's competitive. Yeah, it's blinding, mate. We were 11 points above average. Well done, everyone in the league. That's what we like. You're making us look good. And Kiosk Valtano, he's in the top 10K, our leader. Uh, so he's 9,500th in the world. He's having a pretty decent season. Quite a few of them are not having a very good season. Sean John McGinn fanboy. Who's at the bottom of our league? Well, uh, surprisingly, it's not actually me. <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> I know I'm um, very near the bottom of our own uh, Brit Street 
league just with the pundits in it. But um, in the actual uh, overall left-back FPL league, three teams here. Again, it's it's a little bit harsh. It looks like they've not been playing to the start, but they are rightfully at the bottom. So let's read them out anyway. It's Night Hospitaller. Then we've got Hagakuri Village. And bottom of the pack is Imperial United with only 204 points. Um, so yeah, it looks like he's not been in from the start. He had a pretty good week this week, but Imperial United, mate, you are down the bottom, so we do need to shame you. Yeah, shameful bottom position. Not very Imperial down there, mate. Old uh, Sané Guatama, sort it out, son. But no, well done. 77 for the week. You're still in it. You've obviously started late. Keep going, mate. You can certainly catch the others. Um, he is bottom, but he wasn't bottom of the game week. We do like to name and shame on this uh, show. Listeners, uh, you'll be aware of it. Patrick Vieira, you're a nice guy, but you can do it this week. Name and shame. Who was bottom, mate? Name and shame. They are towards the bottom of the table. It's Mersey Kingdom, who only got a poor 32 points. Pretty bad. But I have to say, they do have a pretty good team. They've got um, a lot of good players there. So I think they just had a bum week. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to name your, your team, sounds like a horse, firstly, but uh, Mersey Kingdom after, I guess, Liverpool and potentially Everton. But Liverpool not, not having a great great time with it, are they, at the moment? Um, seem to be dropping. And no NVD this week uh, for obvious reasons, I think, lads. They've not won a game in three, Liverpool. Does anyone see that turning around or should... Uh, should we all be you, worried about that? You know what? Because, you know, they've got a bit of a challenge in a few fixtures as well. They've got Tottenham in the next few few weeks. I think now's the time. We were talking about United, mate. Now's the time to strike because you've got that game in hand. You're playing Burnley. Yeah. You'd expect to win that, right? And you, yeah, and then you are pretty much, you are top of the table, right? You're on, you're on level points. I, I think this could be the season. I think um, it's going to be inevitable. They will end up losing Anfield. Uh, this season, I, I think you know they're playing the top teams. I, they're actually playing United as well very soon as well. So, I think the winner of that game, mm. uh, maybe United, is theirs for the taking. But will Ollie bottle it? That's the that's the question. Yeah, quite quite possibly. I, I do actually worry a lot about City as well. I think that they've crept in there as well. They've got two games in hand, and that you know they'd only be a point behind United, and they are looking very good. They're looking solid defensively, aren't they? They're just they're just not dropping points there, and like, really good. Yeah, that game against Chelsea, the three-one, they absolutely ripped them apart in that first half. Kevin De Bruyne playing yeah. slightly further up the pitch again. Um, they've got you know Aguero still to come back potentially. Um, yeah, they're looking they're looking back to their best again. I think they're do they're the best uh, defensively in the league right now, City. They they are they are indeed. Um, and, and unbeaten as well, so it's going to be the the, the, the tale of the two yeah. Manchester teams. But we'll but we can't like write off Liverpool, though, Jim. To your point, we, we can never write them off, right? They're still they're still there um, for a reason. Yeah, I mean Salah's not done it for three weeks running now, is he, mate? And, and to Vieira's point, there, City only let in thirteen. But guys, before we chat too much about all the games um, from from the last week, I want to just round out the left back FPL league. Uh, and some kudos, really, to the highest scorer of the week. Um, it was Mount Me Greenwood, uh, 96. Please don't Mount Me Greenwood. Um, you know, you're a good-looking lad, but 
I've got a wife um, anyhow. So Tim Lee. Um... He's got a good team. You know what he's done as well there, Jim, is he's uh, probably one of the few who have called out Arsenal's turnaround. He's got Tierney and he's got Saka on his team. And, uh, you know, Tierney, mm. highest scoring uh, player of the game with 18 points and, and Saka yeah. with eight. So... That's a that's a really bold move. Maybe he's an Arsenal fan, but um... well, he also put in Holding at the back, mate, as well. So he had double Arsenal at the back, and I have to admit, Holding's very cheap. And I think what he's done, he's gambled on this, right? Because they played West Brom, West Brom looking awful, and then you got Palace, and then they've got Newcastle. And I do think you can't necessarily trust Arsenal going forward-ish. Well, you can't trust them at the back either, can you? Actually, so. You can't, but the Tierney shout, I think he's actually one of the most transferred in. Um, yeah. the, he's, a, he's actually second most transferred in for the game week. So a lot of people are looking at him. And Saka is actually the third most uh, transferred in. So people are taking notice of Arsenal now. But yeah, like you yeah. said, will they carry it on? I mean, no. they're, they're, not, they're, not the, they're still the same team, right? Same manager, same team. I mean, they have turned it around. They've got some easier games coming up. And they're, you know, they're on a high in terms of, what, the last three. They've won them all. So that's some, some good confidence coming into that team. They won in the FA Cup, Newcastle 2-0. One lad that has been uh, on a few people's radar is this new Smith Rowe. Um, he's 4.4 million at Arsenal. Very cheap for a midfielder. He's got three assists in the last three games. And he, and he scored in the uh, FA Cup game against Newcastle. Have you, have you been following this lad at all? Do you think he's... I think just the fact that Arteta's shaking it up, right? And uh, yeah. I, I would be inclined to, to look at their attacking fullbacks, right? Uh, again, Tierney and, and the lad, um, you know, Smith Rowe, you just mentioned. So I, I, I think it's worth a gamble, isn't it? Because, uh, again, they're going to yeah. be special. Not many people own them. Um, yeah. I think, you know, that, that might be the trend over the next few weeks, depending if they, they continue this run. And, and Smith Rowe is an attacking midfielder. I mean, you know, what do you think, Smith Rowe, or say you've got Suchek as your fifth midfielder at the moment? Like, I mean, what Suchek, would you be my, looking at? My, my beloved Suchek, I mean, you know, obviously I'm going to be biased, but he, he is rising in value because people are taking notice of him. And, uh, he, you know, he's, he gets involved with the set pieces, don't he? And, uh, yeah. You know, when he but does... It's a bit biased asking like you, you, mate, because you, you love Bowen as well. So I'll have I to do get love my lad Vieira and Sean the John McGinn fanboy to tell me what they think. Smith Rowe, lads, have you been impressed? Do you reckon it's temporary or he's there to stay? I think, I think um, Arsenal are on the, on the right trajectory now. So, you know, I, they had a terrible start to the season, uh, but I, they have great players. They just weren't gelling properly. But I think this is their turnaround. And they've been playing really well. And this guy, yes, Smith Rowe, like you say, what was it, 4.4 million? Yeah. And it's, it's just great to have a bench filler, you know, um, at that price. And then you can bring him on. So I think he's, yeah, really good shout. Whether it's between him and Suchek, uh, not sure. I'd probably still, I'd certainly still go for Suchek at this point. They've got yeah. some pictures coming up as well. They're playing Crystal Palace next week and then followed by Newcastle, who they just beat... Uh, 2-0 yesterday in the FA Cup. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe it's worth looking at. Maybe it's worth looking at. Maybe. I, th- I think, you know, I'd certainly have a, have a look at him. I think he is worth it. Um, anyhow, gents, there you go then. That's the left-back FPL League. Well done to Mount Me Greenwood. Very impressive score. Uh, but the one thing we've not looked at, lads, is how we all got on. It was also the Cup, let's not forget. And 
I think, you know, since I last spoke to the listeners out there, I've had a real uh, uptick in fortunes and I've seen a number of green arrows, <laughs> but I've got nowhere as close as you, Vieira. You are the leading pundit. You're in 22nd position in the left-back FPL league, but you only brought in a measly 46 points, mate, below average. I mean, you, you've let everyone down in the league. What's happened there? I wouldn't say I let everyone down in the league, but <laughs> certainly, <laughs> my, certainly myself. But yeah, it was just a, it was just a bad, bad week for me. Um, I, I was sticking with uh, Salah throughout the holiday period, but he just never, you know, performed, uh, you know, captain. And then I left a, a load of points on the bench. I had Suchek on the bench and Mitchell, who started to play again. And so, yeah, just, just um, bad managerial. Uh, yeah, 11, yeah. Points, 11 points on the bench there for a Suchek. But I, I don't blame you there, Vieira, because you've got a good, strong uh, midfielder. You've got Son, Fernandez, Salah, Grealish. Um, it's the strikers letting us down again, right? You've got uh, it was Wilson, Calvert-Lewin and Bamford all blanked. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can see why you, you, know, you didn't want to go for the five across midfield. But yeah. I think the thing uh, is, though, mate, when we go with those cheap strikers, you, you're kind of banking on one of them getting something. And if none of them do, I think you're just unlucky. I don't think that's going to yeah, continuously right. happen. Like, so many weeks, maybe Kane doesn't do something. He, you know, and, and he has been doing it occasionally. He did it this week, right? But could maybe he doesn't do it next week and then you, you're back in the points because Bamford might do it. So I wouldn't, wouldn't rush out and worry too much, uh, Vieira. I think the midfield is strong. I think you made a valid point there on, on Mitchell from Palace. Do we think he's back? Because he's, he sort of stopped playing and now he's back. He's been back for the last two, played 90 in both of them. I mean, they lost 7-0 to Liverpool, they lost 3-0 to Villa, then a 1-1 and then a 2-0 win against Sheffield United. So all of a sudden Mitchell's come back in. They've got a draw and a win. Previous to that, they let 10 goals in, didn't score one. Do you think Mitchell could be back in? I mean, it's pretty good odds. I, I think he is. I think he is. I think, you know, he, he did start the, the season well and he's, his price has dropped down to 3.9. So you, you can, you know, um, albeit it's only a, a, a gain of 0.1, right? Um, but it's, yeah. it's still something to be had, like you say, a bench filler um, because there's going to be still players that are going to be rested throughout the double game up. So I think he's a, he's, he's a good shout, mate. Yeah, I like him as well. So, so not too bad, though, Patrick Vieira. You are inside the top 500,000 in the world, uh, 460-odd thousand. Uh, but below you in the left-back FPL league is our other favourite pundit. It is you, Ricky Pellegrini. You are one point behind Patrick Vieira. You gained a lot in the last game week, 73 points, 997 points. Not a bad, uh, not a bad return there. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, thanks, Jim. Uh, I'm lucky that I had Forster in goal, um, you know, as my backup goalkeeper because McCarthy uh, took a little bit of a knock, so he, he got rested. Uh, Forster came in, six points. I was a bit glad about John Stones because uh, it was right at the last minute, Chelsea got yeah. that kind of uh, consolation goal, so... That would have been a nice six points. But one, one person I do want to raise, uh, just kind of a question for you, lads, Calvert-Lewin. I know we've, we've spoke about him a few times over the last few weeks, but he's the second most transferred player out of the game week. And he, he's not blanking in the next game in terms of fixture. So it's quite interesting. A lot of people are starting to get rid of him. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of tempted by it as well. I just 
I'm not convinced that he's, uh, you know, he, he's the player he was at the start of the season. And, and, and Everton as well. Obviously, the Hammers just went and beat them. Um, and I, I think Danny Ings could be, could be the replacement now. Danny Ings is back. He, was, uh, he looks like back to his best, right, against Liverpool. Um, so, so that's where I'm thinking. But obviously, I'm just glad in terms of my team. Obviously, I brought Son uh, and Kane. Did, did that combo in, in the midfield uh, with Kane up front. Fabio Silva, I don't know why I brought him in. Um, it was just I cheap. thought that was a good shout, to be honest with you. I, th- I was looking at that myself. Wasn't a bad it, was, idea. it was more because of the fixtures. I thought, you know, if I don't use the free hit, I was trying to make it work. So, you know, I'll just have players that will play. Um, Fabio Silva, obviously, we know Jimenez is still out. Um, he, he has played, but he, he's not, I just don't think he's very good. I think he's a young lad. Yeah, he's not he good enough, mate. He doesn't seem very yeah, effect- effective and doesn't you, play the 90 minutes either. He's better than you Brewster. Did, you didn't bring him in. Definitely better than Brewster. Well, that was, that was part of it. Yeah, he's got a, a lovely poem. What a poem. What a perm, it's the Spanish one, isn't it? The Andretti's coming in. But I like, I do think, you know, you've done a couple of good things there. I like the Southampton tactic of, you know, you have the Southampton number one goalie and then you have the number two in case he is injured. Uh, That was a smart move. But Sean John McGinn fanboy, you've been a fan of Calvert-Lewin. What do you think from Pellers' point there on on Calvert-Lewin? Do you think it's time to get get him out if you haven't already? I mean, personally, I've not had him all season because I didn't trust him, but... You don't you trust him. Good again? Not at all. No. Well, that's not trust him. Maybe my you wife. Think he's going to talk to your wife. <laughs> we'll let him anywhere near my family. <laughs> or even my dad. <laughs> I think there's still value there. I think uh, it's worth our keeping. I think it's very difficult to pick centre forwards this year. Um, it's difficult to find anyone. It's all, it's all been about the midfielders, right? Um, there's plenty of midfielders in there that are scoring a lot of points. And up front, it's... Um, Vardy's doing his bit, but I think DCL's a solid shout. I think um, stay away from him. He's got 95 points so far this season. Um, the fixtures are mixed. Wolves, Villa coming up. He should hopefully get a couple of goals before they go to Leicester, Newcastle, and Leeds. So, yeah, I mean, none of the big guys, none of the big teams in the fixtures are. So, worth keeping Calvert Lewin for Sean and John McGinn fanboy. Pellers is questioning it. I'm a definite no. I think he's uh, played the season at 7 million and he's now at 7.8. Is that right? So that's pretty yeah. big. Pretty yeah, big. I mean, maybe it's good to cash in on him if you if you did get him. But, but you're, you're saying stick with. Anyhow, that's, that's Pellers in 23rd in the left-back FPL league. One point behind Patrick Vieira inside the top 500,000 uh, as well. Um, very nice there. And then looking a bit down, you've got NVD as the next pundit. Not with us today, obviously. We're not MVD. playing very well. Um, he got 74 points and below NVD, ladies and gents, I think this will be a surprise to many. It's yours truly. It's Jimmy Ferg. The, it's taken a long time, but the class is showing, lads, and I'm back in. I'm back within. You've got a good uh, midfield there, Jim. You've got, you got the lad Suchek. I know we've mentioned him a few times, but you, you went with him. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've risen. I've got 994 as well. I've got the same number of points as NVD now. Uh, I'm only four points behind you, Patrick Vieira. So I took in a oh. 76. I mean, be worried, lads. Be worried. Uh, but yeah, the midfield is where it happened. It was De Bruyne, Suchek, Son and Fernandez, Captain Son. I think Salah, um, two points. Very disappointing. I captained him in the two previous games. And unlike Vieira, I wasn't sticking with him for a third. Is it worth getting rid of Salah? That's a question. What do you think? I think, I think, you know, um, 
he is the, the, the top transfer out this game week. That's probably because he's obviously blanking as well. But then again, you know, uh, I, I can see it happening because maybe in a different form with Liverpool, it's going to coincide with Salah as well, you know. So with the, with the two Manchester teams, as we were saying, you know, rising um, in terms of their form, maybe it's money spent elsewhere, especially with... Well, yeah, especially with De Bruyne and Man City's fixtures coming up, look a little bit more favourable. Uh, I mean, Liverpool got, what, Man United, Burnley, Tottenham. So, you know, two two OK ones there, I guess, if you include the West Ham one. But that is tough now. Like you said, you boys are only three points off. So, but I mean, for me, I don't, don't know. Like, Salah is Salah, isn't it? And he can just turn it on at any point. Um, for me, Salah and De Bruyne are the two are like ever presence in my team. What do you, you other lads think, uh, Patrick, Sean? Any, any yeah, I, I have Salah, and although I yeah I backed him all through the um, holiday period, I, it'll be hard for me to transfer him out because he is still you know one if not the you know the best player in the Premiership. So yeah. I, I would feel, I'd find it very hard to transfer him out right now, unless you know if he continues to blank. Then you know I'll reassess it then, but no, I'm, I'm. Yeah, he has got double game week coming up as well, uh, so I'm surprised people have been getting rid of him. I'm sure he'll come back in because he, he could be a captain contender, even triple captain with those those double game weeks coming in both home games for Liverpool. Uh, that said, that's my team. Then I'm up in the league. It does mean um, as I look a little bit lower down the league that Captain Russ, he is the next pundit. He's below myself. He's in 30th. It's getting very close between us us guys. He's got 986. Uh, and then even further below him, Sean, I'm trying to find you. What position are you in? God knows. <laughs> well, completely, mate. I've been letting everyone down. Um, well, the exciting thing also is that it was the cup this week, ladies and gents. And unfortunately, you know, Pellas, you're out of the cup. You lost in your your fixture. Patrick Vieira, you're through to the next round, as am I. Uh, Captain Russ is still in. NVD's still in. Sean, how did you get on in the cup? What's the cup, mate? <laughs> I was nowhere near that. I was in, <laughs> didn't qualify. Um, did not qualify. Yeah, for a list, I think the qualification round, the first round of the cup, effectively, was on a Boxing Day. That set of fixtures there. And um, everyone will know that over the... You know, before Christmas in our last episode, I was promoting Man City hard. I was fighting for the case for KDB and said he was good value. And then Man City let me down completely. What are they doing? Uh, trying to all contract COVID and not follow the yeah. rules or whatever. And obviously they got cancelled. And that game got cancelled. The Spurs game also got cancelled that week. And um, so I think I had a total of six players play that week. And I got something like 29 points. So, yeah. Bad luck, see, that, is, that is quite unfair. And it is. It raises the question that those people who had those players in that game week, when those games get replayed, do you think they should get only the people that had them should get the points? Because now we've all got a huge advantage. I think they should. I think it should still count that that's a fixture that's in the game week. Obviously, it doesn't, and just as the rules are regarded, um, it, yeah, with that week that is then played in, it counts as a double game week. So I think the city game is. Um, and you're getting doubly, you're getting doubly sort of screwed over, really, because us lot, the first thing we'll do is, oh, we'll get De Bruyne if it's a double game week, exactly, and then we get the double points. Probably. But right. yeah, there's a lot of things they need to sort out at the HQ up there. I definitely think that free hits as well. Yeah, that's not just a case of COVID. That's been the case 
Everton's fantasy is. Uh, it has been. It has been. But Sean, game week seventeen, though, sixty-one points for you. That's not not too bad at all. You did see a green arrow. Uh, you're keeping hold of Sice. What else are you, are you, you thinking? That's about it, to be honest. <laughs> I was lucky. Suchek was on my bench, but uh, he came in and someone didn't play, so did that there. But last week, I uh, I then eventually abandoned KDB. I thought, to be honest, but I was missing out on so many points, so I abandoned him, and then he eventually showed up and, and got a goal and got some points. So um, even that's not gone too well for me. So too much rotation, mate. Potentially. Nah, I, I mean, I gave him, I gave KDB a lot chance. I stuck with him, stuck with him, and and there. But I'll be getting him back in my team this week. Um, that's where my transfer is going to go. And what about the Everton contingent? You've got Sigurdsson, Calvert-Lewin. You said you're going to stick with Calvert-Lewin. Do you think, are you concerned there's too much Everton in this team? No, I'm not concerned. I think two is the right amount. I think Everton have shown value. I think there's, um, I think there's more to come from them. They are playing this week, um, which, you know, obviously there's only six games, so they're playing there. Um, but then they're not participating. I will definitely stick with them for this week, obviously, actually being six players. But I think in the long run as well, they'll both remain. Yeah. So, is it, I mean, Everton have won, won four of the last five. So, there you go, though. But it's not all, all bad for you, Sean. You're still, still there or thereabouts. I mean, it can all turn around. There's a long way to go. Uh, you're inside the top two and a half million. Um, I've been down there, mate. I've turned it around, so, so it can be done. <laughs> um, that said, ladies and gents, that wraps up the left-back FPL League. If you do want to join the league, you can do that with the code 06, small s, 7, small s, 8. Uh, you can also find that code on our Twitter page, which is at leftbackfpl. Um, so please come join us. Over 100 managers in there and really getting exciting. Um, for who's going to win that so there we go that's the league I think from there all that's left to do in this first half is the one clock one flop from game week 17 Sean the John McGinn fanboy your regular segment take it away who's your flop and who's your flop yeah let's start with the flop of the week and we just discussed them but I know they, they did bounce back and get some points but Man City what have they been up to um, obviously their game was postponed that you know none of the players are particularly cheap and so if you've got that in that's a big chunk of money that you're not playing when their games are getting postponed and even still I believe there's, they've still not been doing so great I think um, Mendy has been caught coming back from Greece I think uh, Aguero missed the FA Cup game because he's isolating I think they just need to get some respect and uh, realise that you know people have them in their team they rely on them to play fantasy so um, they should they should buck up and get their games played. So the flop of the week is Man City for their samurai. Yeah. really annoyed me. Sorry, City, but yeah, you sort that out. And then on the other side, the clock. Three games over the Christmas period with three great results, um, all for Arsenal. So I'm going to give it both of these good teams this week in general. Um, Tierney obviously getting his first goal in the season, his second goal in the Premier League for Arsenal um, to kick off that 4-0 win. But yeah, Arsenal, three good results, especially beating Chelsea 3-1. Um, you guys seem to have turned it around and hopefully continue. Arsenal did Chelsea 3-1 as well. That was incredible, wasn't it? I wasn't seeing that one come in. Um, yeah, Chelsea are kind of almost spiralling out of control a little bit, do we think? They yeah. are. Sort of, yeah. uh, they just got, again, against the top teams, they just cannot do it, I don't think. And uh, they're just getting pulled left, right and centre. I think Lampard's uh, a little... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they got Leicester coming up as well and then Fulham. Uh, so that's a local derby at Fulham as well, who are not playing too badly. Yeah, not really loving Chelsea myself at the moment, but uh, I think inconsiderate City, 
climbing and scaling the league and doing it all, you know, in the FA Cup and the League Cup and but also, you know, destroying Sean for that week and I'm not happy with them either. Um, <laughs> but guys, anyhow, that is the end of the first half, listeners. Thank you for joining. We'll be back in the second half. We'll have a rambling from the dugout. We'll get into the game week 18 and 19 fixtures and where you want to be playing with your, your transfers, not yourself. Um, and then we'll do the captain contenders. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm, I'm off hey. to the bathroom. See you in the second half. Hey. listeners your host jimmy ferguson still here with ricky pellegrini patrick vieira and sean the john mcginn fanboy he's just been down weatherspoons to pick up a grab and go breakfast uh, after a heavy night sean how's it tasting how's some takeaway pints that's helping it go down did you get an extra hash brown or the black pudding it's just eggs mate just eggs just the eggs <laughs> oh they must have not got the delivery in. No. Anyhow, lads. Lovely, We've got a tweet that's coming from the terraces. Ricky Pellegrini, do you want to read out that tweet? I believe it's coming from one of our old friends. It is. It is Cadwell Waterperm FPL has tweeted us. He knows we're, we're, we're massive fans of Cadwell. So thank you very much, Todd, uh, for getting back in touch. Um, we'll be down the pub together before we know it. He's raised a good question. I think it's on everyone's minds. He's, what the hell do we do? With these upcoming game weeks, it's on everyone's minds, of course. Um, we've got the the, the blank uh, coming up, a lot of teams not playing, and then of course we've got the double game week as well. So how the hell do we approach this, and what do we do? Same question, I'm, I'm sure, on a lot of FPL managers' minds. So yeah, Jimmy, what are we thinking? Yeah, well, from firstly, thank you, uh, Todd. Uh, what a perm, what a perm, and congrats at the moment. You boys are sitting top of the championship, so hopefully we'll see that perm flowing next season. But it's a timely question, Pellers, and I think really timely and actually quite late in the day, depending on when we get this podcast out, because by Tuesday, you're going to have to have already made your mind up but with the blank game week coming up, you could use your free hit. And a few things just to make clear about the free hit is, you know, if you activate the free hit, you can make as many transfers as you like for that game week. Uh, you won't lose any points. But then obviously the following game week, your, your team goes back to what it what it was previously. So whatever you ended game week 17 on, at the beginning of game week 19, your team goes back to that. But for game week 18, you can make as many transfers as you like. Even if I activated it today and I made all the changes today, I could still change it tomorrow and I wouldn't get penalised. Uh, if you've already made three transfers, you can activate your free hit and you actually get any points that you were deducted back. Uh, and then the other thing with the free hit is the only real negative for me is the fact that if you've stored up two free transfers as I have you no longer get the two you can back down to one so that's a bit of a pain it's a question that is on everyone's mind and personally I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna have to go with the free hit because I've only got five players playing in the upcoming game week uh, so it leaves me in a really bad position and I just can't you know with the momentum I've got behind me I can't really see myself leaving it because I'll just I'll just fall behind everyone too much uh, but the only problem is there's going to be another blank game week coming up later in the season. And I think my problem is I haven't really like 
thought about it enough and it's just sneaked up on me and all of a sudden I can't really do too much but I think what I'm going to aim to do mate is, is activate the free hit knowing that I've got enough players to play in the double game week and then you know when it comes to later in the in the season when there's another blank game week I'm just going to plan for that a little bit better and I'll keep my wild card for around there as well probably keep my bench boost for around there I can tell you all my secrets here guys but that's what I think the best strategy for me is you know it's the position that I'm in so I'm definitely going to activate my my free here Sean John McGinn fanboy what's what's your sort of approach for this coming game week yeah mine's different a bit um I'm lucky enough that uh, actually the majority of my players in my current team are actually playing this week um I think there's eight of them um, and I've got two transfers build up as well. So, you know, obviously, in fact, there's more than that. There's, yeah, there's nine of them. Um, and I've got two transfers, so I can use those to sort of put that money to use somewhere else. Um, I'm going to stick with that, keep my free hit for later in the season, where hopefully, because I've got this advantage of having the majority of players play, and I can then use that as a differential at some other point as well. So I'm actually looking at these two game weeks sort of as one, thinking I've got two transfers going into it now, and I'll get one extra in the midweek. So how can I position my team for people that are playing in both game weeks? Who stands out for me is Man U and Man City. Both of them are playing three games. They're participating in this game week, which is blank for eight teams. Um, and then they've got double in the next as well. So obviously I'm going to use my free transfers probably to bring in players from those teams. So are you concerned if you've got nine players that are already playing in, in this game week 18? Of these teams, right, only four of these teams have then got doubles in the next one. So So quite a lot of your players may not have double fixtures in the next game week. That is true. Maybe that's a flaw in my plan. Maybe that's that, but... Uh... At least you've got the benefit of keeping hold of that free hit, isn't it, Sean? Because uh, loads of people are going to be using this free hit. I've already activated my free hit, for example, but now I'm, I'm thinking, oh, you know, it might come in more useful later in the season. I'm going to give it... And by the way, just, just as a quick stat, um, 19% of players had used the free hit before this game week. I don't Obviously, they don't release that until, the de- uh, until after the deadline, but 19% had used beforehand, and then... There's actually no one that's used, or 0%, very few people who have used their second wild card as well. So I think after this week, we'll see those numbers increase quite significantly. Patrick Vieira, what are you thinking? Yeah, likewise, I don't have enough players in my squad to play in for the next game week. So I haven't activated it yet, but I will activate the free chip. Uh, I think it's just a perfect opportunity for it. Uh, I'm going to bring in players and, you know, kind of test them out a little bit. I like my team as it is. So after the free hit, the te- my team will come back to how it was. And then I can see what players work well and then hopefully transfer a new player in for the game week 19. But it yeah. is a tricky one. I, I'm trying not to be too strategic about, you know, the future games because you don't know what's going to happen, really. Uh, you know, games might get um, postponed again and, you know, things will change. So I'm just really focusing on this game week and then how my team will be set up for the following game week and I'm not worrying about anything after that. That actually does worry me completely. Is even even after the deadline, you just don't know what games are going to actually go ahead, right? Yeah. There's a lot of cancellations and, you know, some managers um, also calling for a break and a sort of, um, a yeah. breaker as they called it. And it's just, you know, it's so frustrating, as we said in the first half, when your games don't go ahead. So that's always difficult. But unfortunately, as a fantasy manager, there's not much you can do except, you know, check the news before the deadline and check that things are still in shape. But they're cancelling them at last minute. It's really 
we've got no option, I'm afraid, guys. This is yeah. the other thing with the free hit, you know, playing it now. It would have been lovely to save up two transfers, wouldn't it, before the double game week, you know? Um, and I think that's the only downside of using this free hit, because I would have loved, I, that's exactly what I would have loved to do, just scrape through this week, right? This week that, where you've got maybe one or two players that might have zero points. Scrape through it, keep the free hit, but then have two transfers. Because but having this free hit, it, it deletes that second transfer. Like, you, you, you saved it up yourself, Jim. Yeah, I know. It's certainly frustrating, mate. But, I, I mean, the, the question is, what you've got to think is, have I not planned well enough here that by the time this next blank game week comes later in the season, can I plan it a little bit better and perhaps use a wild card around there so I wouldn't have to use a free hit and then I've got two transfers for the game after. You see what I mean? So you, you're yeah. thinking a little bit ahead. I mean, your options really for this game week, in my opinion, are stick with what you've got and if you haven't got many players, you, you're taking, you know, you're just taking a gamble hoping that it's a low scorer, there's not, not huge scores or all your players do well. Activate your triple captain potentially, which I would certainly not not go for. It's an option. Better with doing that in a double game week for me. Uh, or, you know, you play the free hit shit. That to me, they're the three options. And I mean Pellas, you, you said you've hit you've made the decision to make the free hit. So I've think... activated it. I'm just getting fed up with my team right now. So my plan was maybe free hit then straight onto the wild card for the next week for that double game week, right? There's already, you know, I was mentioning players like Fabio Silva, who's uh, in my team, you know, got to get rid of him. There's a there's a few other weak links there. Um, I, I kind of screwed myself by getting rid of Chilwell as well. So I thought he was injured, then he came back and he's obviously still going to be a good player for, for FPL. So long story short, I'm actually thinking about using the, the wild card straight after the free hit. But then I'm, I'm, I'm out of options for the rest of the season. That's the only downfall, right? Yeah, that, that could be a, a tricky one for the rest of the season. I think, you know, to, to round it out, as I look at my team again, I've got De Bruyne, Son and Fernandes, all of who are playing. So you've got to weigh it up as to, well, I've got three pretty decent midfielders already. If I do play this free hit, who can I get in that other people might have? And Because I'm not going to get rid of them three. I'm probably going to keep them three. Yep. So is it really, like, in my best interest? So that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. I haven't activated it yet, like Vieira, and I'm, I'm in between. It just becomes a lot of too much games and sort of uh, strategy all of a sudden, right? I feel like uh, going to win the cup as well. I don't want to get knocked out of the cup, lads. So, you know, <laughs> you've got that suit yeah. already, well, mate. You've got that suit. You've shined your shoes. You're ready for the final, mate. I've got a suit, mate. Yeah, a bit premature, but we all got them ready, haven't we, in case one of us <laughs> needs to don it. But like, like Patrick Vieira said, the, the good thing is your team goes back to what it is and my team will go back to what I've got. I like what I've got. And 10 of my first team players will be playing a double game week in the, in the one following. So mm. I'm pretty happy with that. And then the only other one that I've got is Son. And he's playing Sheffield United. So, yeah, that's where I'm going sure. with. But a lot of different strategies. Depends on your team. We've talked through a few of the options there. Probably talked them to death. But hopefully, Campwell, that will give you some help, depending on your situation. If you need more help, mate, give me a call. Drop us an email. We, what a perm. Come around yours. We'll wear our mask and we'll bring our perms over. We'll have a girly night in. Put <laughs> out, out your team for you. All right, lads. Good luck to Todd. Well done as well for Norwich. And moving into the next section... It's the Game Week 18 and Game Week 19 preview. Uh, and lads, we're going to go slightly different this week. We're not going to go through every single fixture. Instead, I'm going to ask you to you know, look at Game Week 18 quickly. Uh, and I'd like each of you to pull out maybe a team that 
you'd focus on for game week 18, a few players, where you think the value is, where the points are going to be. And Sean, the John McGinn fanboy, we'll start with you. So for game week 18, what do you think? Where's the value? Someone I don't have any players in at the moment, but I think uh, that's possibly where I've been missing out and go with your beloved Man United. Um, they're playing. Yes. They're playing Burnley this game week. Um, to go top of the league as well. The <laughs> league. <laughs> in there, right? You have to get that in there. Um, so I, I would, I'd be looking at them. Um, obviously they didn't do so well in the uh, EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup. They got beat two 0 off City. Good results for them over the festive period of two wins on a draw, and as you say, putting on top of the league. And I think you know Fernandez is the main man there. If I can get him in my team, I will. I don't know if I can, but I think there's there's going to be value against Burnley, who have been, you know, Burnley themselves haven't been uh, doing too badly. I know in December they obviously they beat Arsenal and then drew against Villa, beat Wolves, and then got beat off Leeds before then beating Sheffield United. So mixed up and down, right? Not the worst, not terrible for them, but I just think United are uh, going to now they got top of the league. They're going to be a bit excited and try and retain that. And I think they should come out all guns, all guns all guns firing and hopefully uh, pick up some points there. Yeah, so United potentially to, to do Burnley, you're looking at Fernandez. Burnley obviously won three in the last five, so it won't be a gimme. And I'm, a, I'm sad that Captain Russ is not here, so I can rub it in because, you know, when Spurs were top, we all had to had to sit through that nightmare, didn't we? Blimey. <laughs> he had the bloody table behind him on the Zoom calls. <laughs> <laughs> He's run away now. Um, anyhow, Captain, wish he could be here, but Sean the John McGinn fanboy, he's looking at Manchester United in game week 18. Sean, any any particular players that you'd call out in game week 18 as well? I said Bruno, right, for United. I think uh, I think that's really got to be the value there on there. Yeah, no no one else for other teams? Um, other teams, I think City. I think, as I said, the, both these teams are playing three games over the two game weeks, but particularly in this, they're, they're at home to Brighton. Um, I think it has to be KDB for City. KDB as well so game week 18 they're two players that I do have what I was talking about in that free hit scenario Pellers but what do you think Pellers for game week 18 Any, and where's the value are you seeing I'm going to call out Spurs I think that'll be a tasty fixture actually Villa versus Spurs we all know Mourinho likes to sit back and then counter attack but just, just based on the last performance right Kane and Son linking up again looking like they are sort of back to their best so I'm going to call out. I'm going to call out uh, Spurs in Game Week Others could be looking elsewhere. Obviously, there, there will be a lot of free hits, so I'm sure there will be a lot of Kane and a lot of Son, right? But I'm going to try and keep both of those in my team for that free hit. Um, but also, other than Spurs, flipping to the other side, the Villa. I think Grealish. I think Grealish could be yeah. watching this game week. Um, he's been a bit quiet in terms of points, but Villa are still playing well. They look attacking. You know, they always look to go forward. And I just think it's going to be a tasty fixture. I think it's going to be goals. Yeah. So Greenish would be my shout. Son and Kane as well. I think they're the ones uh, to look out for me. Excellent stuff. I, I love the Greenish shout. You guys were bigging him up last last week as well. He's such a good player. I, I'd love it if Man United Class. signed him. Really would. Patrick Vieira, where where are you looking in game week eighteen? Where do you see the value? Well, I'm I'm going to jump on Arsenal. You know, after their last few uh, games, it looks like they've turned a corner and they've got their form together. So I'm really, I really like uh, Lacazette at the moment. He's, yeah. he's 8.3 million, so he's, you know, he's not an expensive uh, striker. Only 7.2% of managers have him. So I think he's, you know, he's a, he's a key player for Arsenal at the moment. And then, of course, uh, Tierney, 5.4 million. Only 11% or so managers have him. And then Saka as well. 
uh, 5.3 million and just over 10% of managers have him. And Tierney and uh, Saka are the second and third most transferred players in for this game week. So a lot of managers are seeing, you know, seeing the change in Arsenal and the value there. So I'm going to be paying a lot of close attention to Arsenal and bringing in some players for my, my squad. They're playing Palace. So there's a local derby. So I'm not sure whether it'll be a high scoring. I don't think it'll be a high scoring game, but I just think Arsenal will win it and they'll continue with their, on their role because they've got their, their confidence back. Yeah, I mean, I certainly wouldn't disagree with you at all. I think that's a great shout. Um, Arsenal are looking very good. We mentioned in, earlier in the, in the show that Smith Rowe lad as well at 4.4. I wouldn't, wouldn't be looking away from, from him and Tierney, as I think Vieira mentioned. He also got an assist in the FA Cup. Um, against Newcastle, so it's certainly worth a look. I think, lads, just to round out game week 18, Sean already mentioned it, but City have got very favourable fixtures, and particularly in 18, where it, where it starts. So they're up against Brighton, who, you know, are questionable for me. They're, they're just not really bringing it, and they're not won once in their last five. Okay, four draws and a, and a defeat, but I just feel City are really on it at the moment. And and De Bruyne, as Sean's mentioned, the other guy that I'm liking the look of at the moment is Gundogan. He's 5.4, yeah, he's the holding midfielder, but he scored three goals in the last four games. So it could be worth a little look as well. He's the same price as Suchet. So given the games that City have got coming up, could well That's be worth differential. it. Yeah, it could well be. could be a differential. He's only selected by 1.6% of teams. And he's, in terms of form, he's the the sixth best form player in the league. So definitely a worthwhile shout. The only other one I would really call out for game week 18 is Newcastle. I think that Callum Wilson has been quiet in the last few. And this is perhaps where he could turn it around again. They play Sheffield United away. Uh, Newcastle have, you know, had a bit of a sort of stop-start season. They lost to Leicester last time, 2-1. But before that, they drew with Liverpool 0-0. Uh, and they, they drew 0-0 with Arsenal in normal time in the FA Cup. So, so there's, there's value, I think, for Newcastle from a defensive perspective. But then also, for me, Wilson up top. I think he could, could really bring it home uh, for them. And if you look in terms of bonus points, uh, you know how important they are. Callum Wilson, he's really the Danny Ings this year. He's the fifth most bonus points, 16 bonus points. Only Fernandez, Kane, Son and Vardy have got more than him. I think Wilson's worth a shout as well for, for game week 18. So that's where I'd be looking at. That's where the lads are looking for game week 18. It is the blank, but there's points to be had. Uh, and that's that's what we're seeing. Uh, that moves into game week 19, gents. That is the double game week. Ricky Pellegrini, why don't you kick us off here? Where are you seeing the value and the points for the double game week? So I have to start with my beloved Hammers, Jim, just because uh, obviously there is a t- lot of talk about Suchet in the first half. The Hammers in general, obviously all eyes would be on if we were making a, a replacement signing for Haller the Hammer. I'm, I'm sure, uh, or at least I'm hoping that we, we do uh, bring in someone there. But Antonio's back to fitness. So... I yeah. think Antonio, all eyes will be on him. He you know, came on the last game when we beat Everton. We didn't play particularly that well. It's how solid we look at the back at the moment. So there's, there's, a, there's a potential for clean sheets. And also, we, we, we're still getting chances, right? Out of my beloved Bowen. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. But he's, he's, still, you know, he's still a dangerous player. Obviously, Suchek is going to be uh, the obvious one. Again, I mentioned Antonio. 
Um, but yeah, West Ham United, the two fixtures we've got coming up, it's going to be tasty, right? It's got, we've got Burnley yeah. at home, and then we've got West Brom at home. So, all right, being at home is not the same this season, as we know. But still, Burnley and West Brom, obviously both struggling a little bit this season. Burnley probably the stronger out of the two teams. West Brom's going to be interesting because obviously uh, Big Sam's going to be returning back to the London Stadium. So I think there'll be a point to prove for the Hammers there going against their old manager, a lot of those same players that Big Sam was managing. So yes, I would say Antonio Suchek, another player just for the game week I I am going to back. I'm actually going to look at Firmino from Liverpool. Yes, they haven't been looking great at the moment, right, Liverpool? But I've just got a feeling that Firmino... Against Man United in the big games, I can see him getting on the score sheet. And then they've got, they've got Burnley. Now, Liverpool have to win those two games. If Liverpool bottle it against Man United, I don't think they will. But if they do, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them uh, to really bounce back against Burnley. So these are two must-win games, I think, both at home, at Anfield. We know Liverpool's record at Anfield. They still haven't been beaten. Um, so I'm going to go for Bobby Firmino in, in, uh, as my, as my shout-out. Would you buy him? yes. <laughs> I, I look he's to quite expensive he's quite expensive that's the only thing so would I take Kane out of my team I mean Kane interestingly I know we'll probably come on to Spurs that they, they haven't got a double game week right but they are playing Sheffield United yeah so Sheffield United bottom of the league you know it, it's worth a shout even though they haven't got a double game week I think it's going to be a trick, tricky one but yeah Bobby Firmino uh, I'm going to stick by him Definitely a massive shout, though, in West Ham for game week 19. Do you think Antonio's worth a triple captain? He scored four goals in one game last season. And this Gets Norwich. I don't know. It's got um, to feel. Triple captain, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the diehard West Ham fans probably, probably will go for it. Look, I, I can see him scoring. You know, these, these are going to be classic teams. West Brom is just going to sit back. They're going to try and, you know, Big Sam just goes for goes to set pieces, right? Yeah. I, I think, I think we're, going to, we're going to score high in these games. I really do. I think uh, he will as well. I don't think Sam's very happy with West Brom at all. He doesn't even seem to like his own team. You know, he's proper against them. He doesn't. But, he, you know, he's complaining a lot, isn't he? I think it's the yeah. first time that, that, you know, a team of under Big Sam and gets relegated. Jimmy, Jimmy you just, yeah. yeah, sorry, you just mentioned uh, triple captain there. That's a good point, right? Normally, we see people who reserve those for uh, for a double game week. That's when you you look to use them. And um, actually, this is the first big double game week of the season. So, do you think you know there's value in using that? Do you think people? I think we'll see a number of people. I do think there is value. I was going to ask you, I was going to say, would you rather triple captain Antonio or buy Firmino? To (laughs) fellas' point. Why can't you do both? I think I'd rather buy Firmino. Well, we could, but if 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 you had to do one. I think I'd buy Firmino, yeah. I think that's a good show. Rather than triple captain Antonio? Yeah, something like that. I thought that, I don't know. Interesting point. But but uh, Patrick Vieira, to, to Sean's point there, triple captain, could be a few options this week. Do you think that's worth it? And where do you see the value in the double game week, game week 19? Yeah, triple captain certainly an option. I would perhaps also look at bench boost for the double game week. You know, if you've got a, a solid bench... You could pick up a number of points there. For example, you know, we mentioned uh, my last game week, I left 16, 17 points on the, on the bench. Um, yeah. If you've got a strong bench, you could pick up a number of points there. I don't think I'd be triple captain anyone for the double game week. Though. But as far as teams, I've been looking at um, a bit of an, an outsider, but Southampton, uh, they came off the, the back of beating Liverpool 1-0. So 
I think there's definitely value here with Ings back in the play at 8.3 million. Only 5.9% uh, of, of managers have him. I yep. think he'll start to you know, be playing on both games and he'll be you know, influential in Southampton doing well. They don't have particularly easy games. They're playing Leicester first and then Leeds, but they're, they're sixth in the table. They're solid. And I think they can hold, hold Leicester off and certainly hold Leeds off and get a few, get a few goals there from the likes of Ings. Yep. And uh, I'd be looking at Ward-Prowse too. That Leeds game uh, does look like a lot of goals there, doesn't it? I think that's not a bad shout at all. And, you know, some people still perhaps holding on to Timo Werner. With Ings, he's a, he's a goal scorer, the natural goal scorer. It could be worth it. Anyhow, thanks, Patrick Vieira, for your insights. What you were mentioning about the, the bench boost, I personally feel you want to really use that as long as your whole team. The ideal, right, is to get your whole 14-man squad, sorry, your 15-man squad, including the keeper, you want to make sure they've all got two games for the game week. And if that was the case, I, I would look to bench boost. Mm. Um, so, if, you know, if you're in that situation, people, could well be worth it. Anyhow, that said, Sean John McGinn Fanboy, we've not heard from you in terms of game week 19. Where's the value from your opinion? For me, this week, it's the other Manchester team at City. Um, I think there's a lot of value in City. They've obviously mm. got a few games, as we mentioned. What are you laughing at, Jimmy Farrag? I was just booing them, mate. I, are you uh, booing them I, heard, I heard someone booing, wasn't me? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were at Crystal Palace. Uh, well, they're hosting Crystal Palace. And then they go to and then they host Villa as well. So, Villa, not the easiest game, obviously, on a rich run of form at the moment, Villa. But, um, you know, they'll be hoping to... Uh, they've kind of started that rebound. And as long as they manage to get their COVID cases under control and they, they don't... Stop floating those those protocols. Then hopefully um, they will be in a good position to shine and bring in points for us. Yeah, no, definitely uh, a very good shout. And you guys mentioned the triple captain potentially for this double game week. Man City wouldn't be be one that I wouldn't bet against, and particularly KDB at the moment. I think he's coming into the form that they need to be showing. Pep really wants to win the league this season. I feel, and he's regularly playing KDB. We're not seeing KDB taken out. He doesn't seem to be resting him. So for me, he's one potential for the triple captain. The other one I'd be thinking about is Salah. And I know that he's blanked in the last three, but the odds with Salah, he's at home against Man U and then at home against Burnley. Two home games for Salah, coming off the back of three blanks. The guy doesn't blank for five, surely. Uh, I mean, that would be unheard of. So I do think that couple of shouts there. The other shout I would put out there, though, for me is, is Leeds United. And, and Patrick Vieira, you already mentioned that Southampton game. I think there'll be a lot of goals there. They both attack. Uh, but before that, Leeds play Brighton. And I've already said it, Brighton, are, in my opinion, like, you know, they leak at the back. They're not not trustworthy team. Drew three all last time out against Wolves. I see a lot of goals there and I'm seeing hopefully Bamford getting on the score sheet. Because the only difficult thing with Leeds is when they do win and they score a lot of goals, it, you just don't know who's going to score them because they come from all over the team, which is frustrating. But hopefully Bamford. So I will shout out Bamford. I think he's worth it. Uh, and Klitsch, uh, sorry. So I think Leeds are a, a good, good team to look at for, for 19. So... All of that said, lads, I think, you know, there's some good call-outs there, some good teams, a lot for people to look at. 
Liverpool, Man U, definitely the tastiest fixture of the game week. Which way is that going to go, boys? Do you think uh, United are going to do it? Oh, it's going to be a tasty one, isn't it? I'm, I'm looking forward to this game, mate, because I, I remember, uh, you know, the last the last game and uh, for last season, and you you boys almost did it, didn't you, against Liverpool? Um, I remember Rashford having an absolute blinder, and, and Rashford again is, is coming into form, yeah, picking uh, up very nicely with Fernandez. So um, if they stay fit um, and you know they're they're ready to go, I, I think this could be a really tasty game. I do I do think Liverpool win. Uh, sorry, Jim. Yeah. I think Liverpool will uh, just show their show their worth. The thing, the worrying thing about Liverpool is obviously their defence, right? That's that they're just not the same. They need to sign a defender. They've got a midfielder, you know, play at the back. Thiago's just come back. Yeah, that's still silly. Shown. He still I mean, it was silly against Southampton. They played Henderson and Fabinho at the back when they have Two got a central midfielder in the bench. Just stupid. I yeah. hope Jürgen and his white Nashers, you know, gets what he deserves against United for that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you um, think, Jim? What do you think? You think United... It's going to be a tight one, like you said, mate. And I like what you said about last year. And it, we were 1-0 up and it was Adam the, Adam the Lalama. Um, that got the equaliser and he's no longer there. Um, I don't know. I think Liverpool are in a tough run, go into the game in a tough run. It could be tough for them, mate. And, uh, fingers crossed United do them. I'd absolutely love it. Uh, do I think we will? Yes, I do. I'm not going to back against us. I think we look really good going forwards. We'll be well up for that game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say United will win it. You know what my opinion is? 4-0 Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Liverpool have been like the Liverpool, and they just need some, you know, it's. That's why you're buying from me, no, mate. <laughs> I just think, um, you know, they, they need a challenge. They need something to kick them, kick start them a bit, and fire, fire in their belly. And I think this game is exactly that. And I think, you know, sure, I yeah. think there's no doubt that as a team, there's much more quality in the Liverpool side than there is the United side. And I think that they're going to come out and, and give you guys a turn. Yeah, that's a very valid point. If they ever needed to turn it around, this is the one to prove it and prove everyone wrong. I sincerely hope that doesn't happen. There we go. We'll leave it there, boys. We'll move into the final section of the show. It is Captain Contenders. Captain Contenders. Excellent stuff. Thank you, Pellers. So you've got two, two game weeks. Game week 18, game week 19. Sean, the John McGinn fanboy, who's your captain for 18? And then who's for 19? So when we talked about the teams, I backed United and then City, and I'm going to back their players, midfielder Bruno uh, for 18 and KDB for 19. And triple on him or not? No, I don't have the balls to tell you the truth. No, nah, you're not going for the triple. Ricky Pellegrini, same question. Captain for 18, captain for 19? I think my captain for 18 has to have uh, Mr. Beavis Kane uh, for, for Spurs. Uh, I think, you know, without a doubt, he, he looks uh, really good in the last game, looking good for him. As long as he's uh, fit and ready to go, I think he will uh, have a massive haul against Villa. Um, in the following game, week 19, um, I am actually going to back, um, other than Bobby Firmino, I, I liked your shout about Salah, mate, uh, for, for Liverpool. So I think across those, you've convinced me um, across those two games, the United game, he has to turn up. He does normally turn up in the big games, and, and they've got Burnley as well. So I think the double at home at Anfield is Mr. Mo Salah. Mo Salah for you. Do not hope that happens. A big call from Kane, though. I like the shout there, big one, but not, not convinced personally. But Patrick Vieira, you, you take it away and let us know for 18 and 19, where's your captaincy? I'm going to go for uh, Kevin De Bruyne. They've got uh, Brighton for game week 18. So, you know, that'll be a juicy one. And then the two games in 19 against Crystal Palace and Aston Villa, 
they're just getting into you know great form too so it's hard to look away from man city and so i'd be captain captaining kevin de bruyne and patrick same question for you would you triple captain that that's a tough one i hadn't thought about triple captain uh, anyone over these next couple of game weeks but i think i'm gonna have to really think about that because yeah i might have to i might have to be a good option and pellers i forgot to ask you pellers what about Salah? you said maybe the captain see there are you gonna antonio 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 (laughs) you're taking it out you're taking it straight out of my mind mate that's exactly where i was going for nine (laughs) triple captain antonio captain for 18 for me has got to be i'm gonna go arsenal i'm gonna go lacassette i would never do it personally but worth worth a try for a differential and then for for 19 lads i'm gonna give the armband to bamford i think he's got two two fixtures lots of chances of goals both at home Uh, and i will triple captain bamford why not there you go lads you know what i'm doing does anyone believe that i don't believe you i don't believe <laughs> no, he does get a lot of chances. He does get a lot of chances, Bamford. But it is like you said, Jim. Though it's, it's the risk, isn't it? Everyone scores. It's a big risk, isn't it? Everyone no one scores. else does it, and he works. Oh, it's such a such a risky, risky strategy. Anyhow, lads, that's the end of the show. It's been brilliant chatting to you all again. It's been far too long, boys. Hope you've all enjoyed yourselves. Good luck to you all for the next game week. Just one thing left to say. Let our listeners know how to get in touch, if you could, boys. On Twitter, it is at leftbackfpl. Excellent stuff. Fiera, how do we get to that website you built? www.leftbackfpl.com You heard it here. First, listeners, don't forget it. Leftbackfpl.com the greatest podcast out there for Fantasy Premier League. Guys, we hope to see you next week and good luck, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.